This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Welcome to another edition of a Total Degenerate podcast. I am your host, Michael Ellison. I knew exactly how I wanted to start the show today. I knew exactly what I was going to do. I had it all plotted out. I had it all written down. My little notes here. But, of course, uh, you can't go to a deli in Long Island anymore without an incident. Without some sort of, uh, I guess you can call it a, just a fired up crazed Long Island woman yelling that she wants her bagel toasted. It can't happen anymore. So now that's how I have to start the show. I got to talk about the lunatic at the fucking deli. People are way too comfortable uh, attacking food service people. Uh, They're verbally abusive. Um, They think they're entitled. They think they're justified in their uh, nasty, just condescending, rude, obnoxious behavior. They really do. That That's the thing. They walk away from these situations where they have these little skirmishes at the local deli or the pizza place or the Chinese food restaurant, and they feel justified. They feel vindicated. They tell their friends about it later. It's part of the meal conversation. I told him he made me wait 10 minutes for my garlic knots. I told him what was what. And that's what these fucking people do, especially here on Long Island. There is way too many just obnoxious, rude, uh, entitled assholes on this island. It's overpacked. And, you know, you just, you sit there and you wonder how much is it going to take before someone behind that counter just fucking justifiably snaps and just starts, reaches over and just starts choking the person. You know, and at that point, I'm going to help them choke them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sitting there watching this woman scream about a toasted bagel and I'm I'm thinking, hey, listen, if it gets into a skirmish, I'm gonna knock the boyfriend out because the boyfriend's standing there and he's like, he's kind of f- doing like a flex thing, you know? He's like, he keeps like looking at his arms, like these guns are ready to fucking fire off, you know? So I'm like, all right, if she if she attacks the woman behind the counter, I'll take out the boyfriend. You know, that and that way it's a fair fight and give the girl behind the counter a chance. Obviously, you know, I'm not going to get involved in the lady fight, but maybe, you know, maybe I'll sweep a leg, do something like that just to give the, the girl behind the counter the, the edge. But I don't think it was going to come to that. You know, I didn't think it was going to come to that, but that's what I'm thinking because I'm getting mad for her. I'm just, you know... For one, she comes in. She's like, I place my order online. Like, okay, that's great. Look around you. 
Do you think that the internet gives you a secret fucking passageway to the fucking food? I, I don't know. What the fuck does that mean? You placed your order online. Well, I placed my order online. Great. So did a lot of other fucking people. So did a lot of people that just walked in here and ordered their shit. So did a lot of people that called it in. It's Sunday morning at a deli on Long Island. It's busy as fuck. The way you ordered your food has no bearing on the pre- preparing of it. It has nothing to do with it. They're in you, you know, there's shitloads and shitloads of fucking orders to be made. They're all running around like chickens with their fucking heads off. Do you see anybody just standing there doing nothing? You have any situational awareness in your brain whatsoever. Do you have that in you? Of course not. Of course not. And even if you do recognize that, you still these people still find a way to be like, no, I, but I should get what I wanted right this second. Like, it's unfucking real So then she watches her make the fucking BLT on the bagel. The go with, because that's what she needs too. She had to get a BLT and an egg sandwich. She needed both. Um, Yeah, she was a little bit of a, a pig, to be honest with you. That's the only way I could describe her is a fucking just disgusting farm animal. And it wasn't mainly because of her looks. It was just because of her attitude and her smugness and just disgusting, vile way of speaking to this poor woman behind the counter who was doing nothing but apologizing and trying to do her best to expedite her her order immediately. She's trying to make the shit as fast as possible. And then she's screaming about the bagel being toasted. Fucking unbelievable. But it wasn't all bad. It wasn't all bad because there was a little, I guess you could say like the universe kind of got involved. So, you know, if there is some sort of higher being, perhaps he got involved or she's just a complete moron. But when she finally got her shit, they hand her the bag of food, they apologize profusely again. She doesn't say thank you. She doesn't say anything of a courteous nature. She doesn't say, have a good day. She just goes, huh. She just makes like a fucking, huh, like that type of noise. Grabs her bag of food, looks at the fucking boyfriend. The boyfriend, he, he's doing his, like, he, he, yeah, you know, he's doing his thing too. He's huffing and puffing, rolling his eyes the whole time, acting like he's being fucking dragged to you know dragged to hell which I guess he kind of is he kind of is because he he's clearly with this girl for some period of time now and I guess but he must be a moron too because he's all mad at the deli people as well and you know at the end of the day he should only be mad at himself and you know or maybe they deserve each other because they're both obnoxious horrible people I've decided this in the three minutes that I met them at a deli by the way too (laughs) That they're obnoxious, horrible people. I mean, I'm certainly going to say that I've seen them work, you know, seen them work. Now I'm talking fucking out of, blah, I'm juggling my words and stuff because I'm getting too many text messages about work. 
I see, I've seen the worst of them. It was what I was trying to say. You know, um, it really is truly amazing. I'm eight minutes into a recording and I'm the, the fucking most popular man on the planet. Meanwhile, like on a on a Saturday night, I don't get a phone call or a text message for 12 hours straight. And that's fine. I'm great. But literally the minute I hit the fucking record button, I'm the most popular human being to have ever walked the planet Earth. And my phone's going to nonstop go, yes, I know. Put it on Do Not Disturb. I don't know why I'm recording this and bitching about it, but I wanted to. Anyway, back to the bitch and the other, the douchebag boyfriend, Deli Mutants. Wrap this fucking tail up. But it ends kind of nicely. She grabs her shit. And she turns to the door. And she walks. She thinks that both doors open. But the one's locked. And, the other, and she walked right in and fucking face smash. Right into the fucking door. And the boy, are you okay, babe? Why isn't this fucking door open? She was all, at that point too, She it broke her. You know what I mean? It kind of broke her that she had to, I ordered online and then they didn't toast the bagel and then I had to stand and wait like the other people that had to stand and wait. And now the door would open. He's in for a horrible day. That guy's in for a horrible day. The beach is not going to be fun because... Of this whole experience at the Dally. Or whatever the fuck it is they're doing. They looked like they were going to the beach. They looked like people who want to go to the beach. And then just take pictures of themselves. Acting like they're having the time of their lives. When they're really truly miserable. Because they didn't have an everything bagel. Toasted to your liking. For your bacon bacon lettuce tomato sandwich. But yeah, that's that was not the way I planned on starting the show, but it had to be documented. I had the story fresh in mind. I just couldn't unsee it, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the fucking, you know, food service employees just getting totally shit on, getting completely disrespected, and treated like second-class citizens. Enough. Learn how to fucking order a sandwich and shut the fuck up. And wait for your sandwich to be done and call it a day. Recognize that you're not the only person who on a Sunday morning decided to go get fucking egg sandwiches. It's not a mystery. Fight the power. We got football news in July. I am happy to report on it. I'm very excited. Some big time jet news going on right now. And that would be that Zach Wilson and his girlfriend have broken up. That's right, folks. Zach is a single man. And the reason it seems that they may have broken up is that uh, Zach Wilson has been having sex with his mom's friend. Um, Damn, dude. That's... uh. That's something. Um, I think it's a good thing. 
I think it's a good I think it's good that the quarterback of my team has his priority straight. Banging Cougars and throwing touchdown passes. Maybe it's worth a little sprinkled uh Zach Wilson MVP. I haven't given out gambling advice on this podcast in a while. We got to get a little degeneracy back here. This is the move. When you find out that the starting quarterback of your favorite football team broke up with his girlfriend because he was smashing out his mom's friend, you realize that this guy's got the edge that you need. He's a football player. He's he's throwing bombs, and he's playing with his mom's friend's bombs. You get what I'm saying here? I mean, that's a fucking power move, dude. That's a power move. You could have stuck with little Miss Innocent Mormon Girl, but instead, you went for the for the season for the the fine wine, if you will. I like it. I think, you know, I don't want to get crazy here, but I think 40 touchdown passes is reasonable. I think that's a reasonable expectation. Now that we have this new information that Zach Wilson is banging his mom's friend. I just, I like him a lot more now. I like him a lot more because it just lets me know he's kind of a regular dude. You're always worried when you when you take in a, a Mormon quarterback that he, you know he might be a little weird because he's not he's a little bit of the religious type, you know, a little bit of a religious freak. Doesn't have you know that uh, edge to him. Spends a lot of time praying and stuff. No, nah, nah, he's. He's not praying. He's he's smashing out cougars. He's banging 50-year-old broads. And I like that. I, that's what I want to see for my quarterback. Joe Namath would have liked that. That's a Broadway Joe move. Okay, Zach Wilson's winning the Super Bowl. That's 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 it. Guys, this is the moment where we knew. Zach Wilson will be hoisting a Lombardi trophy for my beloved Jets. Now that we know him and his girlfriend have broken up and he's banging his mom's best friend. Keep up the good work, Zach. I like what I'm hearing. That's your football news in July. Do you like this podcast? Sure you do. That's why you're listening to it. Matter of fact, you love this podcast. You yearn for this podcast. When you don't have this podcast, you don't know how to live your life. You're a complete disaster. You're fucking, you know, you're all over the place. You're fucking scratching at the neck like a crackhead. Fiending. That's why you listen. And that's why you got to get more people to listen. You got to get more people addicted. Addicted. Like a two-pack-a-day fucking chain-smoking champion. A dick did to this podcast. That's what I need. That's what I want. Because I want what's best for you. And everybody knows that it's important to be addicted to things. 
It's a good part of life. So, you know, I don't want to just say subscribe, rate, and review. Find the podcast on Instagram, a total degenerate podcast on Instagram. I don't want to just say those things. I want to say get addicted to this podcast. Beg me for more. You should. I want to leave you wanting more all the time. And, you know, I'm trying to think of new ways I can get out to the people. I was thinking maybe maybe trying to do this live might be a, a good idea. That maybe that could get more people addicted, motherfucker. Addicted like a junkie sitting in a stairwell. Just... Taking, spiking it up and injecting it right to the vein. So that's what I want to do. So please tell your friends, subscribe to rate, to review, say nice things about me. Uh, so, you know, download the podcast, listen to the podcast, tell your friends about the podcast. Um, yeah, we're going to be, I'm going to, at least I'm going to try to do some new shit. We'll figure that out. I got time. I got some time. I got nothing but time. But you don't. You don't have time. The time is right now. The time to make moves is now. And you have to tell everybody you know. What the fuck, Pocket? You listen to some, you know, some rape, murder, fantasy, fucking true crime shit. Why do you want to hear about I I'm talking about real true crime shit. Ladies screaming about fucking toasted bagels at the deli. That's a crime in itself. She should be fucking capital punishment. Lethal injection. Fucking first offense. No jury trial. Just a judge with a fucking mallet. You're not allowed to have a defense attorney. You should get stripped of your rights. Her crime was so egregious. And... That's the type of true crime I'm talking about here. Why do you need to have some fucking weird sexualized fantasy about, you know, the possibility that your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend is going to stab you in your sleep after a night of hot, passionate sex? You're going to wake up to them trying to muffle you with a pillow. What the fuck kind of podcast shit are you listening to? Why? You want to listen to uh, you want to listen to one of these fucking lame celebrity podcasts where they take a show that's been off the air now for 50 years. They're doing Boy Meets World now. It's ridiculous. Why do you want to listen to that? It's nonsense. Don't listen to that. Listen to this. Talking about fucking deli matters. Zach Wilson's banging 90-year-olds. Whatever. These are the topics that matter. These are the things that make life interesting. So, yeah, please, subscribe, rate, review. Tell all your friends. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, Yeah, and for everyone that's already done it, thank you. I've always been a big believer in um, not buying into stereotypes, to uh, pushing back against stereotypes as well. Um. Here on a Total Degenerate Podcast, we like to be inclusive. We uh, we like to, um, you know, celebrate our differences and 
recognize that we are all human beings and we're just trying to get through this life and do what we got to do and everybody deserves to be treated with kindness and respect and you know you shouldn't buy into these horrific stereotypes that have been passed on from generation to generation you know about all sorts of various you know sexual preferences and races and gender and all that like you know there's a lot of it's always a hot button issue right now in these past few years you know all that type of stuff and I do believe that we should push past that type of thinking it's it's archaic right we should get past that we don't want to look at groups of people uh at you know as just like the lump sum of some you know nonsense story that's been told about them for years and years and years an inaccurate depiction of an individual it's not right so I'm never a believer in stereotypes uh, and I don't like to uh, encourage them ever not ever But of course, there's always an exception to a rule. There is always an exception. Rules are not always, uh, you know, right. Sometimes rules are meant to be broken. Uh, And, you know, in this case, there is an exception, as always. And This profession has lived up to basically every stereotype and every uh, thing that you would expect. I'm so bad. They've lived up to the hype is what I'm trying to say here. And that, of course, is lawyers. Lawyers are as terrible as advertised. Lawyers are never, I don't think I know a lawyer I like. I really don't think I do. Every lawyer that I've had to have conversation with, and apparently we are, I I didn't think about this till I was kind of coming up with this whole thing. We are flooded with a, a sea of douchey lawyers in my line of work. There's too many. There's so many. And I could probably do three podcasts just bitching about the lawyers. Don't worry, we're not going to do that. However, I got to get a little of this off my chest because the other day, lawyer comes in. He's dressed like he's ready to go sailing, right? He's got his boat shoes on. Got his fucking cargo shorts, the whole nine. Even he had a goofy, he had a goofy, like long brimmed hat, like he was the fucking guy from Jurassic Park. I don't know why he thought this was a good fashion statement, but he did. He came in to get his slice, and I asked him, "Hey, how you doing, man?" And he's like, "Ugh." 
can't believe I got to work on the weekend. As he's talking to somebody who works every weekend. But that's the thing about lawyers. They have no awareness of how the other half lives. You know, they're just in their own little bullshit world. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It, it sucks, don't it? I'm just trying to play nice. And he just, he looks at me dead serious, like, like the saddest, like a little kid who just lost his balloon, you know, like the balloon just flying away. And he looked at me so sad and he goes, yeah, I wanted to go sailing today and now I can only go sailing for a little while. Oh no. Little lawyer man only gets to go sailing for a little while. Just a little while, Mr. S- Mr. Lawyer. Is that what's happening? Poor little lawyer man doesn't get to. He doesn't get to spend the entire day out on his gigantic boat. In the middle of the bay or the ocean. Oh, poor, poor, poor. Poor lawyer, man. Oh, how hard it must be. The trials and tribulations of your life. As you make several hundred thousand dollars a year. And you basically just. I don't know. Fucking write old ladies wills. I. I kind of wanted to jump the counter and just start force feeding him the slice of pizza. I wanted to see if I could jam the entire slice of pizza into his mouth in one shot as he sat and cried at the counter about not being able to go sailing for as long as he would like to have been able to go sailing on a Saturday. It kind of made me want to take him sailing put him on the boat and duct tape him to the fucking mast you know what i mean just fucking tie him onto the thing on the big pole right is it the mast i think it's the mast not a a nautical expert by any stretch but whatever or the bow of the boat i don't care i'll fucking tie an anchor to his leg and throw him overboard it's what i should really fucking do I don't get to go sailing as long as I want today. Oh, no. He deserves a hug. So I just, and it just made me think of all these fucking lawyers. They're all lawyers. Everyone I know that sucks from this town is a lawyer. My mom used to work for one of these guys. This guy was a special fuck. I mean, he wasn't, I don't know how this guy became a lawyer. Because the, the story she'd come home with is like, this guy's not just an asshole. He's an absolute moron. And there's nothing worse than somebody who's stupid and douchey. Like, because it, it really makes you want to just tear their throat out. And I've, I've had to deal with him, too. He was crying. He tried to he tried to circumvent uh, the price of a hero which was the saddest thing 
I had ever experienced in my life where he started doing like the calculations to figure out like what's the cheapest way to get a hero and he was like he thought he was like swift about it he was like instead of a meatball parm hero can you give me a couple of meatballs in sauce in a dish a full loaf of Italian bread uncut and can you melt cheese on top of the meatballs which is all he's doing is getting a meatball parm hero not put together but in his crazy mind that this was going to work out to be cheaper than the meatball parm hero which by the way it it wasn't because once you you know it's it's the same shit. It's the same shit. You're getting the meat. You're just getting the meatball parm hero not put together. So he got all fucking hot and bothered under the collar over that one. And like, you know, I, I, I don't know what he thinks he was going to do. He's oh, I want to speak to someone higher up. I was like, well. He's not here. There's not. I'm the, the best you got, pal. I'm the best you got. And I'm ta- like breaking down the price with him over and over and over again. And he still just kept arguing that it should have been cheaper. It should have been this. And I kind of just wanted to be like, you shouldn't have been born. You don't deserve life. Because you're arguing over 50 cents. This is like, don't you have a case that you need to be working on? Don't you have a courtroom that needs you somewhere? Don't you have to go defend some guy who stabbed his mother with a pair of scissors? Or, you know, some fucking, I don't know, date rapist or fucking serial killer. Whatever it is you do. I, I mean, I don't even know. What type of law that guy even practices. But who gives a shit? I'm just tired of these lawyers. They're fucking. They all want to hoard the money. Until they're dead. As if fucking U-Hauls follow hearses. You know it's. I, I And they've lived up to it man. Like as evil as every lawyer joke. Will make lawyers sound. It, they uh, they live up to it. I don't get to take my yacht. I don't get to go sailing today. My meeple farm hero, I, I had to pay full price. Wah. Bunch of fucking bitches. And they all think that they're like Atticus Fitch, you know, from like To Kill a Mockingbird. They all act like they're the noble good lawyer out there you know defending a man's civil rights when really in reality they're all like the fucking sleazebag lawyer from the Simpsons Lionel Hutz that's what Lionel Hutz is basically a character that describes majority of people that are lawyers they're all real just living breathing Lionel Hutzes 
And finally this week, um, you know, normally when celebrities pass away, I'm not necessarily insensitive to it. You know, I mean, and death sucks and it's part of the life and we all know it's coming for everybody, right? But certain deaths, uh, they, they hit people pretty hard. And, uh, you know, this past month or so, uh, legends have been being taken out. And I have to admit that uh, now I- I'm starting to feel it, you know. First, it was Ray Liotta. Then uh, this past Thursday, I think it was, James Kahn, the great James Kahn, uh, the godfather, and uh, a little movie called Misery. If you haven't ever seen Misery, it's based on a, I believe it's a Stephen King short story, but it's it's fantastic, uh, fantastic movie, James Kahn and uh, Kathy Bates. But now I I I don't know how much more my heart can can bear because now the greatest um maybe not the greatest but you know the one of the greats the uh incomparable uh Tony Sirico aka Paulie Walnuts from the Sopranos has passed away. Um, I always liked this guy. From the minute I saw him on screen, he's just got like such a fucking. He's got such a great, um, I guess you'd say, aura to him, where he just lets off this fucking, like, the character that he's playing, is so similar to his own personality, I guess, and it just, his own personality comes out in the character. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, I don't think Sirico uh, murdered an old lady in an old folks home and stole her money like Pauly Walnuts did. But that's not the point is that Pauly Walnuts is one of the greatest characters ever on the greatest show ever. And losing him, uh, it stung, man. It stung. I was, you know. When I heard the news, I was immediately bummed out. And quite frankly, at this point, with so many of my favorite mob movie uh, actors dying off, I feel like we need to put uh, like SEAL Team 6 and the best team of doctors ever assembled at Joe Pesci's house, and they're not allowed to leave his side. At any time, we got to keep Joe Pesci alive. I can't, if we lose Joe, you know, uh, not going to be happy. And here's some of Paulie Walnut's best lines. Uh, the episode in when he goes to the, uh, he goes to the psychic and the psychic starts seeing like the, all the dead, pe- all the people Tony, uh, Paulie's killed fucking, and he's like having conversations, basically the psychic's talking to like Mikey Palmisi, the guy he he just whacked and like a recent episode before it. And Paulie just stands up and goes, satanic magic. 
satanic. This is satanic black magic. Sick shit. Then I think he starts throwing chairs around the room. It's, it's a very funny scene. That's one of my favorites. Paulie never liked Ralphie on the show. If you're not uh, familiar, Ralph Cifaretto, his, his kid gets uh, hit with an arrow in the, in the like, chest. His kid's in ICU. Everybody feels so bad for Ralph. Everyone's like, oh, this poor kid. You know, it's a parent's worst nightmare, right? So all these people, all the characters, they're at the hospital trying to be there for Ralphie. And Paulie just goes, I don't care if he's got 10, uh, 100 kids in ICU with arrows in their heads. He was always a piece of shit. Uh, just to say a few, just to say a few. But yeah, Paulie Walnuts, man. Lived a great life. 79 years young. Lost him too soon. Now we got to protect Joe Pesci. We got to protect Joe Pesci. Get him the best doctors. SEAL Team 6. Put a moat with alligators. If, you know, whatever needs to be done to protect Joe. But yeah, R.I.P. James Kahn, R.I.P. Uh, Tony Sirico. It's not all bad news, though, guys. It's not all doom and gloom. I don't want to end the show with, on a sad, sad note. So it's worth reiterating the great news of the day, which, of course, is that Zach Wilson, uh, he's got that dog in him, bro. He's got that dog in him. He's banging cougars. He's focused. He's ready. His priorities are in order. 40 touchdowns, 4,000 yards. Jets are going to the Super Bowl. Zach Wilson's MVP. Zach Wilson's winning the Super Bowl. I mean, that's that's it. You know, I mean, f- fuck these training camp reports that are going to start coming out soon. You know, once they report the camp in like a week or two, whatever it is. That's not what matters. What matters is he's banging cougars. And, you know, he that's that's a, a man on a mission. And I respect that. Sure, some of you saying, dude, that's fucked up, man. He cheated on his girlfriend or. You know, I mean, I don't know if he cheated. She just she just said that he was banging the mom's friend. That's all, that's all we know. We don't know when he was banging her. Perhaps it was while they were still together. But it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Because all that matters is that Zach Wilson's winning the Super Bowl. He's finally going to lead the Jets to the promised land. And when he gets up there and he's holding that Lombardi trophy, maybe he's got a cigar in his mouth. And they'll have a couple of senior citizen broads underneath each arm on his way to go to the early bird special and go bang out some cougars, you know? That's my quarterback, baby. That's my quarterback. Until next week.